Welcome back to Joie de Vivec. Lo-Fi DIY Short Forum Sacramento Kings Podcast. We're back, episode 136 from the Myrtle Wyckoff L Stop. I'm your producer, Mike Cardarelli, and from all the way over at the DeKalb L, it's your host, talent evaluator, Dave Nuschatz. Hey, Mike. Hey, JDB Nation. How we doing? Doing okay. I have Veterans Day on. Armistice Day Observed. Which you said is the day that the Pearl Harbor movie came out at. Mm-hmm. In 2001, I went with my mom at a Tinseltown Theater in Chico, California, back when there was still a parking structure there. And then they knocked down the parking structure to just have a flat parking lot. <laughs> it was like one of the... It was just... A, it confused me at the time. But uh, it was before I understood what little I know about city planning now. Uh, how's it been? You're back uh, working and you're settled in. Yes, yeah. Kind of getting rooted and uh, working, getting a group going to shows. Yeah, but dancing. Some um, had a had a couple mansion residents. Oh, visited. from Oakland. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we, we, they, they came to New York for a, a bit. Yeah, one of their brothers uh, lives in Bed Stuy, so uh, I showed him. A little bit of Brooklyn nightlife, and I had some fun. Took me to a stand-up show backstage at Gutter, dancing at Jupiter Disco. Just, you know, we're doing it. It's like you never left. Uh, all right, let's go into the season here. Seven games. Kings are three and four. They did beat the Jazz. They beat the Lakers in OT, and they beat the Blazers in OT in the last game. Uh, we're recording on Friday. So tonight is uh, the OKC game. You'll probably have heard it uh, by the time this is up. But two losses to Golden State, including one close one by a point, and then two losses in a row in Houston. What the hell? Yeah. I mean, and they weren't even close, right? No. Well, um, I think the second one we had a lead in the third and then we got our shit kicked in in like the at the in the last like um, twenty minutes of the game. I'm not ready to hit the panic button. Darren Fox sprained his ankle. We started 0 4 last year. True. So we're we're ahead of that. We're ahead of that. Yeah. And and you know we're, we're probably gonna lose tonight against OKC. But Darren Fox is a sprained ankle. It's fine. With Darren Fox, we score 125 a game. Without Darren Fox, we score 102 points a game. So we go we go from league best to league worst. Our shooting shooting's been yeah. Three point shooting has been terrible. Yeah, I mean we we make the sixth most, but we shoot the third most. So so we're like we're sixth worst in percentage. We're fourth worst in overall field goal percentage. I mean rebounding numbers are all right. Like look, replacing Darren Fox and Davion Mitchell is just huge downgrade. Yeah, it's just huge downgrade. Like what are you gonna do? Sanders getting thirty one a game, so yeah. Fox went out in that L.A. win. Um, the milk stepped up, it, but it Fox was... came back after rolling his ankle, and then I, I guess it probably swelled up after that. But yeah. that was gutty, like to come back in. I know Vezinkov said I've never seen an injured player come back into a regular season game before. But so, so we love to see with the Kings, like effort wise. But I feel a little disappointed because i know last episode we were saying how good the king's depth was and it just seeing fox go out hopefully hopefully he's back soon i know he's out tonight but 
depth hasn't looked that great, especially the guard depth. Like, yeah. Keon Ellis started last night, didn't play a ton, but... Yeah. And Mitchell just has all the good. Yeah. He, uh, the Portland game, he woke up, uh, there was like a, like a team meeting that okay. they said they had some, some hard conversations. Also like Sabonis didn't really step up. Like right. Right. took eight shots and one of those Houston games is like, what the hell's going on, dude? Like, yeah, you gotta, you gotta like take control. And Katie Christensen was like really panning the defense in Houston. It's like, I get it. But Houston I was impressed by Houston. Their their yeah. their ball movement was wild. I was like, and they, they, beat, they they beat down the Lakers right after that. Yeah, I, I think Ime is already changing that team. They're looking great. Jabari Smith had a, like one great game against us, and like Dylan Brooks that fourth quarter went like a fucking ten over by himself. It felt like that Portland game though. I want to talk about the Portland game. Yeah, Malik Monk willed that win it was awesome he had seven points to start the fourth got 16 in the fourth in overtime was just relentlessly driving to the basket like a fucking hormonal 16 year old with a girl watching in the stands he just would not quit he had like a bunch of bonehead turnovers too in that time but it just like it, he just made it happen he's got to step up here with fox out that's like he's the one he can he can take on a bigger role yeah and you know, hopefully tonight in this, because this is the problem. Fox is out tonight, but this is the in-season tournament. This is the thing that we are, like, really focused on and, and the first games against OKC and Sacramento, and I just wish Fox had been there because it's going to be tough if they drop this first group stage game. Like, uh, they're going to really have to make it up because there's not that many group stage games. Yeah. It's, I've, it's you know, interesting to see this OKC team. They're good. So other than Monk, though, anything positive? I know we're just kind of like talking about what's been disappointing, but any, anything jump out of you? <laughs> JaVale McGee. In those Houston games, it felt like he was the most solid person. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I thought he was He was just going to like, you know, barely get minutes and mm-hmm. just be like a locker room guy, but he's actually contributing. He's just doing the right things along with like the the the, the vibes. And, you know, Barnes went nuclear against Utah. He's still kind of riding that in his percentages. He hasn't yeah. been, like, great. His stats look better than they are. Yeah, because, yeah. like, he just I mean, he went, like, 9 for 9 or 10 for 10 to start against Utah. Still super small sample sizes right now. Yeah. Um, this many games in. Yeah. But, uh, and Monk's got a couple different 20 games. This is Monk's. Monk's went in the sixth man of the year. He should have won last year. He was the best sixth man last year. Uh, Malcolm Brock win. Paper. Paper six land of the year. That that one doesn't look good. It aged horribly immediately. Yeah, in the playoffs. Yeah, and uh, but this is gonna be good for the air fryer meme too. Oh yeah. Monk. The the one thing I would say that I've been most disappointed in is just Vezinkov, like just not shooting well, and then didn't even play against Portland. Yeah, like, at the DNP. We'll see. We'll see. With big that. adjustment, you know, maybe maybe he just has to get used to the pace of the game or something. Yeah. And also he's when you're used to getting thirty minutes a game, it's yeah. like different than coming he's a manager nobody didn't yeah. start. Some players just don't and there's a rhythm. But basketball's a rhythm thing. It's a chemistry thing. It's not math. It's chemistry. So I would love to see him just like, I don't know, Mike Brown just sitting him sitting him down and just be like, shoot eight threes. You're gonna get twenty twenty plus minutes tonight, just green light. Yeah. Fuck it. 
Like Herder has green light. Herder's been ass, save for a couple. He had a clutch three earlier in the year, and uh, like he was went three for seven in another game. Like that's it. Like we're shooting over 42 threes a game. Give Sasha eight of those one game and see what happens. Right, right. All right. Well, three and yeah, three and four. I, a little disappointing, but not hitting the alarms. Yeah, yeah. Not hitting the panic button yet. Um. All right. There's a new king. This is kind of weird. Philip Petrusev, you manifested this. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the Harden trade went through. I think maybe I texted you about it. And then your response to James Harden getting traded from Philly to the Clippers was. Yeah. Do you have the text? I'm, I'm pulling it up now. Like, where is those? You know, as a Sixers getting Covington's good, I guess. It's like, this trade's weird. And then, and then I said, I'm the only person on Philip Petrusev Island. I had no response. Yeah. I, and then... I guess that means I'm not on Philip Petrusev Island. Yeah. But you know who is on Philip Petrusev Island with you? Monty McNair. Yeah, the but, next day. <laughs> so the next day, the Clippers uh, turned him around with cash, I think. Uh, and, and the Kings had an empty ro- roster spot, so... They picked him up. Um, second, you know, he's big, six eleven, second round pick out of Gonzaga. He played on that mega team in Serbia that Jokic used to play for. So, lots of like. Very strange though. He only played in one game for the Sixers. That's like almost like a trivia question. One day. Oh yeah, that'll be good for the hoop grids. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that will be good for the hoop grids. Um, yeah. So I, I mean, you're excited about this guy. You are on Philip Petrusev Island. Yeah. And you manifested this trade. He was on. You know, I was. I wanted him for the second round. I, he was on what? He's on. He's on the draft. If, Google Doc for me. If I can, f- may, I'm not going to guarantee it, and I'll edit this out if I don't do it. But I may go back and find your second round preview, the Petrusem clip, and I'll play it right here if I yeah. if I find it. I want you to speak directly to Monty here. I'm sure he's listening. Uh, who would you target? In round two with pick 39. Okay. Double M, I want you to open your ears. Another big who's not going, who like feel like fell in mm-hmm. the draft, Philip Petrusev out of Gonzaga. He was WCC player of the year in 2020, went to go play in Serbia, was their league MVP. He added a three to his game. He got 21 and seven and a half boards a game on like, I'm shooting 46% from three. In 32 games, he was there. Like he's 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 proved himself at D1, and then went and played against grown ass men and dominated them and improved on his game. And just seeing that amount of improvement, why would you not take a flyer on him? He seems like he's going super late second too. Mm-hmm. And it's like 39. Why the hell not draft the need? He's tall. He can shoot. I like. I don't know. There's and there's like maybe a Sabonis chemistry thing, you know? Saga along, yeah. I'm excited to see him. He hasn't really played yet, right? Has no. he got any game yet? No, I don't think no. so. Okay. Um, all right. So let's leave Philip Petrusev Island. I want to talk about championship droughts. I did some research. So the Texas Rangers. I I don't think a lot of people watch this World Series, but. Texas Rangers beat the Arizona Diamondbacks in a very underwhelming World Series matchup. The Rangers had been around. They were in Washington before they moved to Texas, and uh, 
they ended a 62-year drought without a World Series. So got me curious, like, what are the longest remaining championship droughts? Because the Cubs got theirs, the Red Sox got theirs, the White Sox got theirs. Like, some of these famous ones have been checked. The box has been checked. So here's the longest droughts now. Cleveland Guardians, 75 years. Arizona Cardinals, 75 years in football. And the Kings are third now. 72 years <laughs> since the Rochester championship in 1951. So I think that needs to be talked about more. And I think if the Kings get close, it's going to be a huge deal. Um, but also I was thinking like 72 years, it's a long time, but there must be some 10-year-old kid who was a fan of that team who lives in Rochester who is like still a Kings fan. Like there might, there must be at least one person who has like been here for the whole thing. Cincinnati, Omaha, Kansas City, yeah. Sacramento. I would love to have so like a, some newspaper in Rochester like find this person, but... Um, Maybe I need to go to Rochester. If the, <laughs> This is a call to anyone in Rochester. It's a six-hour train ride away, and, I, and I've taken the train, and I will take the train to just have a sit-down. Just shake your hands, ask your perspective on life. Probably have a lot of people in Rochester who are over 80 years old who listen to the pod. You know, if you're one of them, please reach out. Ask them, like, was it more disappointing when the Kings left or when the Kodak factory shut down? I mean, this, think about this person if they do exist. Their football team is probably the Bills and their hockey team is probably the same person. <laughs> Those last like years, though. 200 seasons of no championships in their life of oh, this poor person. Uh, email the show at schwadtobebeck at gmail.com. So uh, I guess this is like a, a kind of a rough segue, but the in-season tournament starts tonight. Kings have no trophies other than the Summer League, the Vegas League title that oh. we celebrated since 1951. It, yeah. They got to win this trophy. And if they do... I am asking you, will you join me in cooking and eating Jerry Reynolds corn chowder, a.k.a. hot dog soup, in celebration? Yes. Okay. We're going we're gonna, to we're gonna fix it up. It's a guarantee. Terre Haute style. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, fr fr French lick. It'll be French licking good. I think all the ingredients are shelf stable, so I maybe I'll just buy it now, and they'll be good to go for whenever the tournament ends uh, in two months. <laughs> I could probably buy all the ingredients yeah. at like Dwayne Reed or uh, Rite Aid, you know. Yeah, well, you know, I have my uh, New York Department of Health Food Handlers license, so I, I'll I'll do some research on okay. on the shelf stability. All right. Yeah, I'm, I I will join you. All right, one dish. The hot dog soup pledge. Uh, okay, let's go to final thoughts. Uh, Monday, I went to the Nets-Bucks game. I wanted to see Giannis and Lillard. It, it was great. It was a great game. Cam Thomas showed out. So glad he's getting minutes. He, I think he had 45 or something. It's crazy. And then Giannis looked amazing. Lillard didn't look that good, but... Um, it, it was a fun game, but I think because the you know because it was Lillard and uh, Giannis, it was a particularly good 
sideline game for celebrities. So the first one they flashed was Kings fan Hassan Minaj, who's been going through some controversies, but I wonder if his publicist got him on there, but uh, he was the first one. And then they showed, well, Ethan Hawke was one. Nice. Uh, he's he's pretty common at uh, Nets and Nets games. Uma Thurman's brother is a big uh, regular. Has a plaque on the bar at my job. Your current job? Yeah, my current job in in uh, in Manhattan. Yeah. Well, okay. Wow. And that I know Ethan Hark actually. I've seen him around there, Union Square area. But anyway, um, Adam Driver and John David Washington sitting with each other. Black Klansmith yeah. stars. And then they were sitting, Adam Driver actually was, I don't think they went together, but they were sitting right next to Eric Andre. Nice. And um, just got me thinking about the, well, first thing is, that's the second sporting event this year I've been at that Adam Driver has been at because he waved the green flag at the Indy 500. So weird. So weird. And then um, it got me thinking about the Kings courtside celebrities. And I think the top one for me is the guy who looks like the guy from Pawn Stars. But isn't the he, guy from But Pawn isn't the guy from Pawn Stars, but he looks like him. And so I think we should make a meme that is like the best best I can do meme. And then it's like the guy who looks like me. <laughs> Get yeah. that on Reddit. Yeah. I've never even seen Bond stars, but I just, I see him and I'm just like, is that the guy from Bond stars? And it's like, it isn't. He actually lives in Las Vegas. I don't think I've watched an episode of Bond stars, but somehow I know that one of their names is Chubbly. I think, and I, you're right. And I don't know what the best I can do guys say. I don't know. But Eric, yeah, yeah. One of the names is Chubbly. <laughs> That's all I had. Yeah. He got indicted on like weapons charge. Like okay. 20. Uh, JDD, this is a DIY project. If you want to support the show, give us five stars on uh, iTunes or whatever, Spotify. And if you know an 80-something Rochester Royals fans, please send them the podcast. Thanks. I'm going to do another social media roundup, I guess. Okay. Yesterday, like 50 Cent posted. Like 50 Cent is a brand ambassador for cognac that is now like the official cognac of the king the uh, kings oh he's, he sits courtside he sits courtside oh, yeah God. but he also sits courtside at practices it is like and posted a video of uh mike brown um going off which is awesome like honestly like mike brown giving tough love to the team i love to see it so did 50 but why was he there yes <laughs> Why was he, he there? It's all access because of a cognac sponsorship. So weird. And isn't he a fan of the Warriors too, or something? Like Fifty Cent. He, I, I remember we talked I about this. He's a fan. Of... He has lit the beam. I remember yeah. that from last year. It's just it's Kangsy. It is Kangsy. And it's just like, is he gonna accidentally post our draft board? Is he gonna pull a Vlodfather? And like, this is very reminiscent. It's like, I don't like the vibes. I don't like it at all. Get him out of there. Yeah. And why is he recording practice? It like, did he run it by him before he posted this? I it's like, know. is he out there? Like, I mean, it's 50, so it's like a lot of people look up to him. Is he just, I don't know. You think he's behind uh, De'Aaron Fox's uh, shoe deal with Curry? Oof. That's such a rough. News item. Yeah. It's kind of 
I think Under Armour is trash. I think Under Armour is trash. Is it? I, I just never like that brand. Stick with Nike, dude. Nike is cool. St- Steph Curry honestly isn't cool. No, he's not a. He's not hip. The only thing is that I know about his shoe deal is how bad the like was first the first one. They look like shoes. Yeah, with Skechers or something. Yeah, it's very and it's also it's little brothery. It's like I think there's a mental edge there. It's like right, I think right. you're giving away something. This is a rival. This is a regional rival. They, he knocked you out of the playoffs. Yeah, I don't, I don't like that. And then, uh, sorry to get sidetracked. A long final thought. Parentheses S. I talked about Juan Stars. Right. Go take as much time as you need. And a, a show I've never watched. Uh, Vivek is starting to do like telling his life story, but he starts like they're in parts, and sometimes he's like on the couch and starts in the middle of like a story. But one of them, he was on the elliptical. He was literally on an elliptical machine having like an intern filming him from like a low angle, talking about like his story of triumph. He's like, well, I, you know, and it's it's uh, really funny to me. I just, if you're not following me back, just like, to, just to get a glimpse into the mind. It's only on Instagram. He's not on TikTok or anything. Or, I don't know. I don't. I'm not even talking at all. But I. But I'm just on IG. Yeah. And I got a holiday. Yeah. So actually. some great elliptical wisdom. It's it's reminiscent of like it's kind of like his version of the off season workout video. Oh yeah. It's it's he's revolutionizing it. He's got the in season workout video. He's he's prepared. He's fit. He's ready to own. Yeah, ready to own this team. So ready to own and invite old rappers into practice. And nothing gets me in the fucking zone to mode like eight bit remix Lithuanian free jazz. set.